maybe that anger that I carried that is so heavy, that was this armor for me for so long, is no longer serving me. Maybe it has gotten too heavy and it is time to take it off. Welcome to the Let's Start Health podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. We live in a noisy world, and this space is intended to bring you clarity, enrich your bank of wellness knowledge, and inspire you to kickstart your journey to healing body, mind, and soul. I'll be interviewing industry professionals and bringing you raw, real, and personal stories of healing through gut health, intuitive eating, and the power of the abundance mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting curious. Your journey to healing starts I really wish you guys could see my setup right now. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I shared with you that one of my limiting beliefs when launching this podcast was that I needed a really expensive microphone in order to make it perfect. And what I have come up with instead, I really should take a picture of because I think y'all would love it. I'm sitting in the closet, on the floor, with a blanket over my head. I also just talked to myself for a really long time, testing a bunch of different vocal options. And let's just say there are some pretty cool apps out there. And if you're talented with music, you can definitely do some really cool stuff. (laughs) Let's dive in. So last week as I went live on Instagram, I had a request to talk about my experience with forgiveness. And if you've been following me for a little while, you may be a little bit familiar with my story. And if this is your first time tuning in and getting to know each other, I'm happy to share my story with you a little bit right now. Now, Brene Brown nailed it on the head when she said that shame cannot exist when vulnerability is met with empathy. So I will disclaim a little bit ahead of time and give gracious thanks for you meeting my vulnerability with empathy and knowing that this story is my heart and soul. When I was 12 years old, my father abandoned my mother, my brother, and myself. This led us bankrupt and nearly homeless. And it wasn't for the grace of a woman that attended our church that just so happened to be looking for a long-term renter at the time right around the corner from where we lived, that we actually were not popped into government housing. And my mom shared with me recently the very vulnerable share that when the bankers came knocking on the door ready to seize the house, she had asked my dad, what do I do? And he said, figure it out. And that's what I've been doing for my whole life. I've been figuring it out. (laughs) Of course, this trauma at a really young age. At the time, I really didn't understand what was going on. I was a little bit too young to really understand the weight of what was happening. And my mom, my brother, and I all navigated this trauma in really different ways. I can only speak personally and how I managed my way through this trauma and how I pieced together over the years really what was going on and then what needed to happen in order for us to be safe, loved, and accepted. 
And I'm sure it comes as no surprise that this trauma fed into deeply seated limiting beliefs that were, I honestly believe that that came from a good place. My subconscious mind did a really good job of protecting me. I knew that I never wanted to be hurt again. I knew I never wanted to be abandoned again. I knew what it was like to live in scarcity and lack. In fact, those feelings were as familiar to me as the growing pains of adolescence. I started working when I was 14 years old. As soon as I was legally allowed to work, I walked up the street 10 miles up a hill in the snow every day in both directions to get to work. <laughs> well, that's half true. It was up a hill in one direction to get to work, but then, of course, the other direction was downhill on the way home. <laughs> so before I could drive, I was working up the street as a back wait at the local restaurant, and I've been working ever since. And I don't regret one second of it because all of my life learnings have led me to where I am and have given me the opportunities that I have and have also given me the foresight and the wisdom to be able to share it with you listening right now. So given this little bit of background, I'm sure that you can understand that the process of forgiveness has been a journey, similar to the journey of healing. It is not linear. You can reflect back on episode one of this podcast where I talk about the journey of healing and my personal journey a little bit more. But the moral of the story of forgiveness is that it is a practice. It is a practice that we must implement every single day, just like any other practice that we want to get really, really good at. I've heard many statistics in my life, and one of them was Something along the lines that if you practice something for at least three minutes every day, then eventually you'll become a master at it. Someone else, someone at one point told me that in order to become a master at something, you have to do it 10,000 times. Someone else told me that to break a habit, you have to do it for 21 days. Honestly, I think half of the stuff that we hear and the, st the statistics that we see are all BS, to be honest. But some of it has some validity and some truth. And of course, consistency is important. And... The process of forgiveness is one that must be consistent. We must forgive over and over and over and over again. And it took me years to realize this. I carried so much anger and resentment and responsibility from such a young age that I really didn't even realize until I reflected back Two decades later, when I was trying to self-reflect and really get down to the root cause of my autoimmune opportunity that I've been su successfully and holistically managing since high school. I like to say I'm now healed from it because, of course, the soul does not recognize time and space and there 100% is a time right now. I was about to say in the future when I will be healed, but honestly, there is a piece of me that is embracing that future self because my soul doesn't see the difference between past and future. So I am healed from this autoimmune opportunity. And I am grateful for when my body gives me signs and symptoms that I am out of balance. Signs and symptoms that I may need to come back to forgiveness. Forgiveness about something. Maybe I need to forgive myself for something. How many times have you felt guilty for something you've said 
or didn't say or something you did or didn't do? And how many times do you replay that over and over and over in your head? And that just leads you down a deeper spiral of shame and guilt. Forgiveness is freedom from the shackles that anger and resentment bind us in. Forgiveness is freedom for the forgiver. If I am carrying that anger and resentment for so many years, it's natural that my subconscious brain is going to teach me defenses in how to carry that burden a little bit better. But what happens if I take that really heavy armor off? That armor that has been there to protect me for all of these years and that I'm very grateful for. But maybe that's no longer serving me. Maybe that anger that I carried that is so heavy, that was this armor for me for so long, is no longer serving me. Maybe it has gotten too heavy and it is time to take it off. In order to take that weight off, I must start with forgiveness and I must forgive myself first and foremost for all of those years that I chose to carry that anger. I must let go of the guilt that I carried for thinking that maybe somewhere deep down this was my fault. I must forgive myself for self-sabotaging along the way just to prove to myself that I was definitely not worth loving, not worth being accepted. No matter what, I was going to be abandoned again. So why go through that heartache again when I can just simply self-sabotage? Save myself that drama. Well, maybe it didn't save me any drama, but it probably saved me something somewhere along the way. At least my ego wants to believe that. When that armor got too heavy, my body started showing me signs. It started manifesting in my body without me even realizing it. I started to explore what it meant to forgive this person who brought me into the world and who has just relentlessly hurt us. I've come to realize that only hurt people hurt other people. That fact allowed me to zoom out and bring compassion. But exploring what forgiveness meant for a long time, I was really confused by that. I was confused that if I forgave this person, I must now reconcile with them. And what I've come to learn is that forgiveness and reconciliation are two very different things. Because over the years, every single time I thought, right, I forgive you, Dad. I forgive you this time. I really, really do. I'm going to share that with you now. (laughs) Now we can move forward and live our happy lives and skip off into the sunset or really sail into the sunset as he was a fisherman and I was now a yachty. And unfortunately, every time I tried to share with him that I forgave him, he just pushed back. And that hurt and that pain was pulled up all over again. And I didn't even realize it. I don't know why he is hurting so badly. I wish I did. Maybe someday I'll have the opportunity to have that conversation with him, but I think it's just too painful to go there. And that's okay. 
So every time I tried to bring the conversation back up with him, every time I tried to reconcile with him, every single time I've tried to reopen that door. What I call toxicity, and as I say those words, I realize it's really just pain. The pain seeps back in. And he hurts me all over again. And then this time I feel guilty because I've done it all over again. And it must be my fault because I keep letting him in. What I've come to learn is that forgiveness and reconciliation are two very different things. And that forgiveness frees me from the shackles of my anger and of my pain. And I can choose to forgive from afar. I can choose to free myself from this pain. I no longer have to let him know that I forgive him because really, what does that do? It pours salt into the wound because maybe in his perspective, there's nothing to forgive, which is honestly completely ridiculous to me, but that's from my perspective. From his perspective of pain and suffering, I can't speak. I can forgive from afar and I can put up a very healthy boundary to keep him at an arm's length and maybe even further. I no longer have to sacrifice myself. I have known, I do know that I have tried many times to reconcile and I'm okay with that because for some reason he's not able to. Maybe you have somebody in your life that you feel is toxic. Maybe you have someone in your life that you are resenting. Maybe there's someone that you are angry towards. Maybe that person really did wrong you. So don't hear me wrong. Forgiveness does not mean you are letting that person off the hook. It doesn't mean what they did was right. It does not mean that karma will not come back around. However, if you forgive with the intention of holding on somewhere that they will get what is coming back to them someday, that poison will seep right back into your pores and that chronic symptom that you are feeling will never go away. Because trust me, darling, coming from experience, no matter how many inflammatory foods I eliminated or how many supplements I added into my agenda, my gut was never going to heal and my skin was never going to be clear of the patches of psoriasis that covered my body if I didn't do the inner work. If I wasn't ready to really look in the mirror and say, where can I take responsibility here? And not in a blame kind of way, But in a self-reflective way, what is no longer serving me? Has this armor that has protected me for so long actually started working against me? Is that poison finally getting to me? Hell yeah, it is. It's been getting to me for a long time. And my body knows best. And my body doesn't forget. My mind might forget. Our ego forgets a lot of things to protect us. But guess what? Our body never forgets trauma. If we're not willing to move through our body, to breathe through our symptoms, to bring compassion and love back into our human experience, our gut will never heal. 
our chronic symptoms of pain and suffering will never go away. Oh, I wish it was that easy, <laughs> right? I wish it was so easy. Self-work is some of the most challenging and most rewarding work that we will do in our lives. And the practice of forgiveness is one that you must not give up on. I'll say it again, and I've said it before. Community is medicine. If you are needing help working through forgiving someone, forgiving yourself, if you need an outside perspective on a situation that you are just struggling to see through, if you would like to bring compassion and love into a situation that is fueled by fear and pain, reach out to somebody for help. Call your coach, call your mentor, go to that inspiring yoga class with that teacher that just happens to say the right thing at the right time. Go to church, reach out to your pastor, call your partner, your best friend, your sister, your brother, your mom, your grandmother, your daughter, your son. Recruit help and don't feel guilty or shameful about that because forgiveness is not linear and neither is healing and they go hand in hand. The mindset work is at the utmost importance and forgiveness is freedom for you. It's time to let go of that armor. It's time to unlock those shackles because it's gotten way too heavy and your heart knows it, your soul knows it. In your critter brain, your lizard brain, your most primal brain that is there to protect you will freak out when you finally take that armor off. (laughs) I promise you that. But don't give up. Implement doable action steps. And it's as simple as saying out loud, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Look yourself in the mirror. Make eye contact and say it until you mean it. I forgive you. Put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly and say it again. I forgive you. Forgiveness is freedom for you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate your time more than anything. I know it is the most valuable asset that we all have in today's busy world. Thank you for hearing my story, for witnessing my vulnerability, and for meeting it with empathy. Thank you for tuning in. Please join the community. On Facebook, there is a group called Let's Start Health. You can find me on Instagram at Let's Start Health. You can connect with me personally on LinkedIn. My name is Chelsea Haynes. Again, I am a gut health coach, and I'm here to help you trust your gut so you can better digest your life. I so look forward to connecting. Have a lovely day.